Welcome to episode 36 of the Pinnacle Leadership Advancement Podcast. In this episode, Jake and I take on the topic of change and uncertainty. Uh, find this, uh, this will be a good one. It's always a, a good topic of how do we get through uh, change and the uncertainty that life brings us. So we know you'll enjoy this. Uh, sit back, uh, relax, and enjoy. Welcome to Pinnacle Leadership Advancement. Uh, Chad and I are here today to talk about change, uncertainty, how to get unstuck, what managing your team looks like in that. Um, kind of just some thoughts that we have regarding change um, and how coaching can really be a benefit or how we can coach ourselves, how we can coach our teams through that change. So yeah, welcome, Chad. Here we go. Awesome, Jake. Yeah, this one you know, it's a little bit free form as we've kind of gotten accustomed to do. Uh, that's where Jake and I uh, feel like we get in the flow, right? If it's a little, if, if it's too scripted, uh, the, the thoughts don't come out. And, and this one really is uh, con- continuing on, uh, you know, a couple of years from pandemic, uh, career changes, life changes. And uh, it just came up for us as, you know, how do we, for ourselves and our teams, work through that? And, and uh, Jake and I came up with some, some kind of good thoughts here and, and thought we'd get it, get on another episode. Yeah. Yeah. We're well, looking forward to, uh, to doing that here, Chad, for the next little bit. Um, so just to kick things off, you know, I think one of the distinctions you were talking about kind of before we clicked the, the record button here was how we can begin to think about change, whether it's uh, internal or external or, or making some distinctions with change. Um, and, you know, even going back to like the sort of serenity prayer of like what, you know, which I don't actually know, but it's something along the lines of like, you know, let me accept the things that I can't change and the wisdom to know the difference, right? Um, right. The things I can change, the thing, accept the things I can't and wisdom to know the difference. So for, in terms of distinctions, when it comes to change, um, what are some things that come to mind for you on, on how to even make distinctions if we were to kind of categorize things that can be changing in our lives? Well, what came up for me as we were talking through this was, um, fun, you know, just realizing first that change can really just be thought of as there's, it's a discomfort that, or an unease, right? You're noticing that something is different, that, that change, something is changing. Um, so, you know, that's the first thing is just identifying maybe within your team or yourself, you, you, you get a feeling of this, of unease. Mm-hmm. It, it, to take a moment and try to put your finger on where is this coming from? What, what mm-hmm. is it that's causing that, uh, that discomfort, mm-hmm. it, you know, and then, and then is it coming from something internally driven or something externally driven? And just, you know, here we are in 2022 and there's a whole lot of things going on in the world. And uh, for those of us who do, do uh, drive a lot, uh, boy, the price of fuel, uh, is is something that uh, is a change in our daily routine uh for me i know i'm not someone in the in the crude oil business but completely an external change uh, you know something i have little uh control over the price of fuel um right so i have to sit back and go well, well what is it that i can do about it um as opposed to uh an internally driven uh, change uh, maybe within an organization is you know we've made the decision to um, you know change a, a fee structure change the way we're going to invoice our customers whatever it is 
it, driven internally by some other goal or some other, you know, new metric, right? So the, those were the things that came up for me as we were discussing this was just, you know, how do we identify what the change is? And, and is it something that's in our control or not, be it external mm-hmm. or internal? Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Place to, to start is we just maybe try to define change. Right. Yeah. And the word that kind of comes to mind for me is, is acceptance probably from the serenity prayer, but how would you think about acceptance in the, in the, those two frameworks of internal versus external? What comes to mind for you there? Well, yeah, I guess that's, you know, just what is it that um, we're willing to accept uh, in, uh, you know, I, let's take my scenario of the, the increase in the price of fuel. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously I have to accept that that's the price of fuel. Can't change that. Mm-hmm. But what am I going to accept as a change in my life? You know, okay. I'm going to have to accept the fact that I'm going to have to uh, maybe be a little bit more diligent on where I drive when, right? So you, you're, you're willing to accept part of it, but then you have to look at uh, what am I willing to accept in my daily routine to change? The sort of what choices am I making? Yeah. Yeah. As opposed to that. I mean, like, I guess even like what would not accepting the fuel prices be, I guess having an emotion, you know, like, I don't, I don't know. Like it just sort of is what it is, but maybe getting to a certain place of peace where, you know, it is what it is. I can't do anything about it. Um, The, being angry, like I can feel my feelings and, and emotions, but they sort of just need to run their process. And I don't need, I don't need to dwell on that. I need to move into what choices can I make in response to this new reality? What would you say to that? Chad? Well, no, I, that, I appreciate you kind of just breaking that down for me a little bit too, is, is it is about the, the acceptance piece is just going, there's, that's out of my control. There's nothing I can do about it. Getting mad about it complaining about it uh, even even just talking about it is just a it's kind of draws in negative energy and it really pulls you away from you know your core mission that you're you're called to do in in the world and and uh, you know that's a, a great way for these things that cause change to happen in our lives is um you know just you know that that's great that you bring in in the serenity prayer because that, that there's so much good advice in the, in that simple uh, process when it comes to change is that um, you know what is truly in my control uh, have the wisdom to figure that out and then then just accept that the only thing in my control is my tr- my reason choice so mm-hmm. yeah and so on the, the external side uh, that's probably addressing acceptance and choices out in response to uh, what would you say on the internal side? If it's an internally, you know, if I've got a goal and I'm um, stressed out about that, uh, whether it's a business goal or even a personal goal, uh, you know, I want to lose weight or something and, and I'm not meeting that goal and I'd like to be changing, but I'm not, or, or um, maybe I'm changing too much or changing in the wrong direction <laughs> as it may be. <laughs> but what would you, how, you know, how can we manage through some of those internal goals maybe that we have or internally driven change that uh, could be causing some of that uncertainty that we that yeah well I think that the, the challenge we have with the internally driven goals is that um, 
we, we may be too quick to, to find excuses why we didn't get there. Um, yeah. it, it, but, but like you said, it's sometimes also is that we just take on too many things. We go, well, we're going to change this. We're going to change that. We're going to change this. We're going to change that. Uh, it, which just becomes, well, uh, we've chosen to change so many things that we're going to accept mediocrity because not, we, we don't have the ability to commit fully to any one thing. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a big big part of having internally driven change be successful is knowing which ones, you know, what are you fully committed to? No exceptions. You know, we're getting this done. Um, you know, done. I'm going to lose the weight. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and I think it does it on that, on those internally driven uh, changes, it really comes down to what, what, what in your life or your career, even in your team, have you reached a point of putting your foot down? We're, we're not, not accepting that we're going to get this done. Uh, right. and, and it's, it really does take full commitment. Um, there's some, uh, I think that's another topic for us to get into maybe is, is the topic of commitment. What does true commitment really look like? And I think for those internally driven uh, changes, uh, it does take f- reaching a point of full commitment. Mm-hmm. And, and that is going, well, okay, if we're going to get this one aspect of our organization or our team really dialed in, what, you know, what would stray us away from that or pull the focus off? You know, and, and it's really about just getting like laser focused on what, what we want to change mm-hmm. and, and being fully committed to doing that. And um you know, being, being aware, you, you have to kind of watch what external things can affect you getting there and, and pay attention to those, put emphasis on them, make sure we we're planned for, for those external changes to, to happen. To the sure. can. Mm-hmm. But it really does for those internally driven changes, but it's, um, you know, we always go back to kind of core value stuff too. So, some of it is to help you decide which things you're going to stay fully committed to. Uh, you know, which ones are in alignment with your core values, with your mission statement, with your vision or where you're going to go. I think all of those things help you understand that I'm fully committed to, to making it happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm sure we've talked about this before, but other thoughts that come to my mind are, are things like that. We um, commit to too much uh, in, uh, we, we make a really big goal uh, when we need to just chunk it in smaller. We need to have some milestones we need to make it, I'm going to lose a pound a week. Not, I'm going to lose 50 pounds by the end of the year um, because that can really help uh, keep us on track, keep us focused. And these huge, when they get to be big goals, I guess I'm talking about coaching, but yeah. when we can set these big goals, um, that's awesome. Let's set those big goals. Um, big, hairy, audacious goal, BHAG, I think is a coaching acronym. But let's set those, but we need to make sure that we're giving ourselves milestones to get victories and let us know that we're on track. If it's 50 pounds by the end of the year, just I think human tendency is okay. I'll start in November and try to get that done. Right. And so, you know, I can eat the ice cream in July. Um, so making sure that we, we get some, some benchmarks to help us track uh, that change that we have anticipated. Um, yeah. Anything come up for you with with that? Uh, well, Chad? I, I think you have a bit of a background in project management, so I, you know, maybe you have some some more uh, shit, light to shed on that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we you put anything in that project management lens, it, and it is uh-huh. about you know identifying the the milestones and um, 
you know, all the aspects of it, right. And getting a clear scope. It's kind of funny how this turns into a project management episode, but, <laughs> but, but project, the project manager's job in any big project, whether it's, you know, a, a software design or a construction project is, is about managing change because so many things are out of our control in a, a big multi-phase type project you know, that project manager really has to be looking for what is going to affect change. Are we on track here? Do we have the resources we need? And it's just bringing all those things together uh, in a plan that that's trackable and measurable. And, and I mean, I, I, I know a lot of these episodes to the listener, you're probably like, yeah, they've said that before, but uh, it, this is life, right? I mean, that's, we come back to these topics. I, it just, was rewatching uh, TED talks, some of my favorite TED talks that are out there, um, and, and sometimes you just realize, wow, I, I've drifted off from mm. that, right? And, and I think that's when we look at change and really stay committed to a goal, um, really committed, not not like kind of, oh, I, yeah, yeah, I want to get there. No, right. no, we're committed. We're we're getting there, and I think when we get in the business space, it's it's a little difference it becomes a little more stressful as a mid-level manager because there there are things that are put on you uh, by the the c-suite executives where the company's going and um you know and i'd say in very rare case maybe it, it is a company's entire methodology has changed and and it creates a, a great change for you where maybe it's a career ender with that organization but but that's okay uh, especially if you get to that point, because obviously you've done the work to say, uh, it, you know, no. Um, but when you're in the middle, I mean, you're, you're part of a great organization. You love what you do and you, you've got a, uh, a deadline put on you. That's very stressful. Uh, it's just a matter of really breaking it down, uh, inspiring your, your team and those around you to find the part that they're focused on. What are the things that only they can do within it? You know, and, and just break it down into those bite-sized chunks and, and get moving. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And another aspect of change kind of comes to mind, and that is anticipated. So we're kind of talking about, okay, we know change in the present world, uh, you know, whatever that change is, you know, and then making some distinctions. Is it external? Is it internal? How can we manage to do that? What choices do we have uh, as we evaluate those or categorize uh, those changes? But I guess I'm curious how we think about how, you know, how can we think about anticipated change or something that we see coming that we know um, change is coming, that the organization is shifting its values or pivoting is a real popular word, taking a different strategic direction. They want to sell uh, widget X differently, or they want to sell widget Y instead of widget X that kind of change, you know, we have to kind of adapt or with, like let's say the values of the organization are changing. We were, we wanted a, a top tier product, and now we're going to sell something that's uh, more ubiquitous. But we are going to make up for that in volume, and that's the direction that the leadership wants to go. Um, how can we think about sort of that anticipated change, and what what can we do about it? I think for for me, what comes up is just knowing, taking the time, and not knowing maybe, but identifying sources to be watching right mm -hmm. like okay well if if this change is going to come we need to have our hand on uh, or, or just our pulse on uh how things are going in this market or or that market and just as you we were talking through that it just 
oddly enough, I had a conversation with somebody the other day about the video rental industry and organizations like Hollywood Video and Blockbuster. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, you know, I wasn't in the leadership of one of those organizations, but I would have really loved to know what they were, what life was like in the nineties when things were going great and blockbuster was huge. Video rentals was a, was a thing, uh, you know, physical uh, uh, tapes, you know, VHS tapes, you'd go down there and pick up and bring home uh, to a world where high-speed internet happened. And now we just stream them. You know, we, you still pay, you're paying a service to, to rent the movie, but there's this, the physical store is gone. It's all yeah. a internet-based service thing. And, you know, were they out there watching what was going on in the internet? Had, had they had the ability to even identify that that was going to happen? Um, so I think, I think for the most part, we have to, like I said, within your realm of your industry, your business, what you're doing, can you identify things that are going on in the world that you can just watch what's happening uh, because likely I mean, what's going on out there, unless you want to take a role in, in lobbying for different things and industry associations, th that kind of level of stuff, uh, those things are going to happen. And uh, if you're a small business or even a, a small organization, um, you just have to go, okay, well, the, if something changed in this realm, that would affect us. So somebody has got to have their hand on what's going on there um, so that you can react uh, quicker. To, mm -hmm. to what's going on in, in those markets and in, in uh, i mean i think that's the, the key for it is like just identifying what are the things that could affect you and then how are we going to monitor those um, mm. and that that's where then you can anticipate well okay things are probably going to start going more online at some point in the future video on a, right so um you know how can we and i'm just going back to, to the scenario of you know blockbuster or something like that is like how how can we then uh, shape our business so that we're doing more online uh, stuff. So. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think uh, making our own internal judgment um, and, and uh, discernment about uh, where our values are, where the values of the organization seem to be. Like if we sort of see the world moving to internet and I'm going to, a blockbuster to be able to make that determination like okay i'm not on board with the leadership of blockbuster if they let's say that they are saying well look we gotta expand to more markets to sell the same vhs when it seems like gosh the industry is really moving off of this um hard copies so i guess that's another one too is just that you know back to chad what you reiterate so often is having that core vision and mission statements for our own personal statements of what what those are and then is the organization aligning with those values um and do we sort of agree do we think we can get it on board hey i'm going to give this a try they you know they're really um, passionate about going down this path and i'm going to give it a try maybe it succeeds maybe i'm going down with the ship you know or do i want to get off the ship does it look like i need to really either change to that internet industry and, and try to help support that, that growing industry, get onto the Netflix or Amazon train. Um, yeah. I guess those are some thoughts that came up for me as, as you were talking about that as well is, is not only in, you know, getting to that place of yes, where we can anticipate it, let's do some industry research, but then maybe being able to make that discerning choice um, and back to choices, I guess, of how do we, move forward in that, you know, am I on board? I guess I could try to resist change. Oh, they want to do, you know, leadership of Blockbuster wants to do this. I could try to resist that, but 
they're making their choices. Like in a way that's kind of external, even though I'm a part of the company. Um, yeah. What, what thoughts are, are coming up for you there? Chad? No, I, I think that's as you dove, dovetail that in there is, you know, at, at some point it is um, the leader's job in there to go, okay, you know, here's, here's the decisions that have been made based on the, the, the inputs that we have. Here's where the organization's going, you know, and then as that mid-level manager, like our, a big role for us there is to really inspire uh, and help our teammates within get focused on what they can do, you know, mm-hmm. Boom. you're doing this to help this mission. And the more that we can really paint the picture of why everybody's role is important for the bigger mm-hmm. picture, uh, you know, then we can get change moving. Right. And mm-hmm. I think that that comes up the, the term, the change agent, right. Uh, that the, the sooner we, as a, as a mid-level manager, we're bought. I mean, we have to say we're bought into this organization. I love my career. We're here where I'm committed to this job. Here's, here's the inputs given from the organization. Here's where we're going. And then it's just really to go out there and, you know, help, help people understand that we're on the right path. It's a great strategy. Um, here's what you can do. Are you getting it done? Do you need any resources? And, and you know, really as that mid-level person, we're out there just really promoting the change, making it exciting uh, mm-hmm. to be there. Uh, that, uh, that's just what's coming up for me is like, how, how can we like really play that role in, in the middle to help our teams be productive? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that's the key. Yeah, I was reminded of a story that Jocko tells uh, being overseas and deployed with Navy SEALs and having, for example, reports to write after missions. And the the um, the platoon wants to run missions, right? They don't want to be sitting in the base running reports. And that's a tough ask. But it's sort of like, hey, we got to write our reports so we can go on missions, so we can do the things that we like to do. And that's a little bit different perspective than the blockbuster, because I don't know what it would be that like, hey, we love what we love to do. Like, let's do these things. But I do think there is a little bit in, in the middle, as you were talking about, is for middle management to do the things that we need to do to appease the upper management in terms of like, hey, okay, we're writing these reports, we're coming up with these KPIs, so that we can then focus on uh you know, this new direction or we need to do the product development or um, whatever it is, I guess, if there's things that are sort of like, I don't really want to do that, or maybe I don't see the value of it, but leadership really wants it. You know, if we can kind of reframe that to, well, let's get that done so that we're enabled to go do the thing that we want to do to focus our energy where we want it, where we think it's best served. And that's not in any kind of sabotage or subterfuge of leadership, but it's, it's, hey, how can we support the leadership? and change our framework of like the drudgery of like, I got to do this thing. Right. Um, yeah. So I guess that, that story of Jocko was kind of coming to mind of, of how they approached or reframed something they didn't want to do. Yeah. And that, that's, that's, you know, so important as we get into change in organizations is that uh, some, sometimes you're like, man, this is just crazy. We spend so much time doing work to make reports to do that. You know, what do we really do? And um, I think that's, where you know leadership all through that the spectrum within the organization the more that they can be really clear of why each step is important yes i know that's drudgery to do this but the investors need to know that stuff because mm-hmm. that's how they measure the success of the organization or or the sales team needs to know where all this stuff is coming from so they can shape their message out in the field or you know manufacturing needs the data so that they they can tweak and get you know one percent higher yields, whatever it is. 
you know, it's just so important as we are leaders in, in life and in businesses, uh, you know, communication on a clear, a clear mission and, and the, the details. I mean, some, sometimes you are faced with, you know, I, right now that just needs to get done. We'll discuss it later. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Um, and even put it in the, you know, experiences that I can't even imagine what Jocko and others would go through in special forces, but, you know, at some point you have, you're a, as a, you're a leader and like, Hey, that has to get done right now. I'll explain mm-hmm. it to you later, but uh, this mm-hmm. needs to be done right now. And it is super important. Um, but I mean, that's as we, you know, we're leaders through, through change of all that, the, the more that we're clear on where we're going, why are we going there and, and how we can, you know, kind of propagate that through the organization. I think that's, that's pretty key. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anything else on change and how we think about it? Um, so we've got, you know, kind of categorizing it and making sure that we're clear in ourselves of where the change is coming from and then what choices that we can make in response to it, how we can think about kind of change that's anticipated if we know it's coming, what, you know, we can do to prepare. Um, is that even in categorize that? Is that external, external? And then how do external, internal, you know, how are we thinking about um, if it's anticipated change, what the values are of the organization and if they align with ours, uh, if we can get on board or not. Um, yeah, I guess anything else to add on this is we're kind of approaching this complex human subject of, of how we change and how we can kind of process change. Yeah, I know. I think that's a good summary there. One thing, you know, there's hundreds of books on change, managing change and different philosophies on how to do it. Uh, I think it's just the, the more you can get out there and read other people's philosophies of how they work through that, the, the better you, you know, the bigger your toolbox is to be able mm-hmm. to handle change. Cause as we all know, change is probably the one of few constants in the world is that, uh, yeah. you know, it's just, everything is always changing. Um, or maybe repeating the, the changes that it's going to repeat itself. But, um, you know, we just get out there, listen to podcasts, read books, do whatever it is as a, as a leader to, to just arm yourself with different things. And you, you never know when the situation is going to come up. You're like, I can actually use that now. <laughs> I heard that somewhere. I can put it to work. So, Yeah. Yeah. One book that, uh, it comes to mind is how we change by Ross Ellenhorn, um, which is a, a, a reference just on, on how, how it actually takes place, uh, kind of using um, some studies of the, the human condition, uh, which I found interesting. So if that's a valuable resource for the listener, want to share that. Uh, well, to the listener, thanks for listening. Thanks for joining us on our podcast here, Pinnacle Leadership Advancement. Uh, we'd love to hear from you, podcast at PinnacleLeadershipAdvancement.com. Uh, like, share, subscribe, um, and thanks for listening.